You're listening to the Debunked Daily Podcast with Mike Bolton. Uncovering the truth behind the news, we dive deeper down the rabbit hole, shedding light on ways to thrive outside of the system in this strange new world. Welcome back to episode six of Debunked Daily with your host, Mike Bolton. All right, guys, so got an interesting idea for an episode today. Today's episode is going to be about the totalitarian tiptoe. That is a concept that David Icke explains in which government or, you know, the ruling class essentially take over in tyrannical ways, but they do it in a very slow, tiptoe-like fashion so that they never overwhelm or trigger people's fight-or-flight response. So it's on that. I'm going to talk about that, but I'm also specifically going to talk about how masks were basically just a compliance test to lead up to vaccines and uh, specifically I want to talk about that because I had a conversation with a girl a couple couple nights ago and uh, well first of all I was happy to see that she had said something um, a few nights ago about uh, how she was opposed to mandatory vaccines so I mean that was great to see she didn't really seem like the type who would have been very awake to to what's going on to begin with. So I was happy to see that. But then, a day or so later, I see that she has posted a uh, she's posted a video, and it's this video that's going viral right now of this couple. Um, the The woman in this couple is actually uh, she's like an Instagram influencer, like a fitness influencer or something. But they, um, they went on a, uh, on a flight, or they were going to be taking off on a flight, and they had their two-year-old daughter with them. The, their two-year-old daughter was refusing to uh, wear a mask, uh, which, uh, quite frankly, uh, <laughs> maybe that means that she has more, more sense than the average person uh, these days because wearing a mask is not normal by any by any means so she was like you know putting her uh her hands across her her mouth in this and like her parents uh you know couldn't really force her to to wear it and i mean that would be um that would be quite forceful to then put a mask over your uh your your daughter when she's refusing it and a two-year-old kid too right um Anyway, this, uh, this girl posted this, this video and she said, you know, I, uh, she said something along the line of, uh, the, oh, wow, these, maybe it's just because I, oh yeah, it was maybe just it's because I grew up in a strict Middle Eastern household, but why wouldn't these parents just force her to the two-year-old to wear the mask? Like, just force her to wear it 
so that you don't get kicked off the flight. <laughs> like, okay, so this person is sick in the head. <laughs> I'm, talk- I'm talking about this girl that this is her opinion. Like, that is brutal. That is, that is disgusting to, to think that you're just going to uh, force a baby, a, chi- a, a child to, to wear a mask. Like what the fuck kind of, like, why are, how, when did people become such Nazis? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I, 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 I messaged her uh, about this and I'm, and I basically, well, I'll read the conversation for you later in, in the podcast, but, um, yeah, no, I had to, uh, I had to let her know that I found it so strange that like a few few days ago she was saying that she was against mandatory vaccines but now that she but she's like all pro mask and it's like do you not realize that it's all part of this overarching agenda and it's weird too because like I had a fairly in-depth conversation with her a few days ago all about COVID-19 and how much of a scam it is and all this. So she, she knows that yet she's still pro mask. So I'll, I'll read you the conversation, but like, (laughs) it's, it's just ridiculous. Um, so yeah, well, like I already told you the, uh, the, the little plane story there. Um, but yeah, the totalitarian tiptoe or Alex Jones kind of described it, uh, one time is kind of like a boa constrictor sort of like this tightening and then a release tightening and then a release that government will do in in situations like this when they're trying to bring in like a new style of governance a set like in this case communism <laughs> they They'll always do it in this fashion where it's a tighten and release, but every time they release, they don't go out as far as, or with as much, uh, allowing as much freedom as once was. It's always this, every time they tighten, they constrict in on people's freedoms and rights, slowly taking away those freedoms and rights, but doing it in a fashion where it's done over such a, uh, a long period of time that it doesn't actually trigger people's fight or flight response, doesn't trigger their adrenaline to actually go and do something about it and act and stand up for their rights. Um, I'll also probably briefly talk about another David Icke concept of uh, problem reaction solution, which is essentially exactly what they've done with COVID-19. Um, so I'll, I'll talk about that as well and how they always use that formula when uh, accomplishing an agenda like this. And yeah, just the overall fact that like the public, the general public never seems to be able to put it together. Like, put the puzzle pieces together to to figure this stuff out on their own and i mean thank god for people like um david ike the dollar vigilante 
even Alex Jones, although, uh, you know, sometimes I go back and forth on him. I have heard that, like, he might be sort of like a controlled opposition, like ex-CIA, ex-Illuminati type guy that they sort of have, like, they're okay with him still sort of, like, pushing out these messages, maybe because he's so kind of over the top that they know that, like, you know, they almost want to label him as like the quintessential conspiracy theorist because it's like, <laughs> oh, you you listen to that Alex Jones guy, man, you're you're nuts, man, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist, and then they just write it off, you know, as opposed to someone who's a little more like cool, calm, collected, delivering the message. I don't know. There, it there seems to be something a little a little weird, even though with. With Alex Jones, I also do feel that, like, everything that he, or 90% of what he talks about is completely accurate. Like, it's completely on the money. Um, He really debunked 9-11 as well back in the day. So, like, what he's saying, it's, it's always factual. It's just kind of like, sometimes they allow alternative media sources like him to exist like for the reason of being controlled opposition anyway um, I'm going to start by reading the conversation that um, that I had with that girl a few days ago Okay, so again, this is my reaction. She had posted a video of this couple who got kicked off of a plane, um, basically for not forcing their child to wear a mask. Okay, so the first thing I say is, I saw that same video. Um, (laughs) The masks are BS. They have nothing to do with any virus. The cases themselves are coming from the PCR test, which allows them to amplify slash blow up even the smallest amount of biological bacterial matter and call it COVID. Um, Then I quoted her. I'm like, force their kid to wear the mask. This is from her Instagram story. I'm like, really think about what you're saying here. We're talking about a virus that hasn't even been isolated and that has a 99.98 survival rate and which is also orchestrated by the corporate elite, Big Pharma and China. Nobody should be wearing masks at this point, let alone a two-year-old child. We were talking about the vaccine the other night. The masks are a way of setting people up to accept mandatory vaccines. Example, wear a mask or you can't go into the grocery store. That can easily become take the vaccine and carry around your health pass or you can't enter the grocery store anymore. (coughs) People should be able to see how these two things are relative. But somehow 80% of the population right now has no fucking clue and can't see the bigger picture of what is happening. And I mean, I'm referring to her there. (laughs) 
Um, oh, then I also say, also think about um, how many kids are already fucked up psychologically speaking now because they've been forced to wear masks in the early developmental years of their lives. Something like 80 to 90% of communication is nonverbal and communicated through facial expressions. And these kids are growing up in a world where the adults in their lives have failed them by being too dumb to realize that the mainstream media does nothing but lie. Anyway, of course, you have to form your own opinions on all of this, but I figured I would give you a different perspective. She responds, Ha ha ha. (laughs) I get what you're saying, but if you're going on a flight, just shut the fuck up and do what they're telling you. What the f- Like... (laughs) Why- Why is every- Why is like... 90% of the population just a bunch of collectivist like state worshipping like I don't understand these people (laughs) then she goes on if you don't want to wear a mask or you're a kid don't get on the flight then she says but in this situation I just think shut the fuck up and do it lol why is everything funny to these people like this, this is the thing, right? And I was talking to someone else about this uh, last night. I stopped watching television uh, years ago. I, I think primarily I really stopped watching. Um, yeah, no, no. I've, I, I, I just never, I never really, like a lot of people, they have like their like go-to sitcoms and all of this and just I, I it's been like honestly probably 13 years since I really was a TV watcher so I was speaking with this other person and it's like she said that um, she she's noticing that like kind of another common denominator across people who are more awake is that they don't watch a lot of TV right and I, that also comes down to watching like the mainstream media news and all of that but you know you look here and you see people like even though we're you literally could not have you could not have more clear signs that we we are at war here this is psychological warfare on the people right yet people don't realize the seriousness of uh of of what we're dealing with here right we're, t- we're literally talking about mandatory masks and mandatory vaccines, which are in no way normal. That shouldn't be normal to anyone. And like, I understand, you know, <laughs> it's, it's good to always, um, always find the humor in everything, right? But like, this girl is all LOL and ha ha ha. And it's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking to you about something like very serious. We're talking, we're talking about a couple getting kicked off of a plane for not uh, suffocating their child with, with a mask. Like, wake the fuck up. Anyway, um, then I say, okay, again, look at what you're saying here. On some level... You know that COVID-19 is a scam, yes? 
And I'm asking her that because like we, a few days ago, we did talk about that. And she was saying like, oh yeah, my, my boyfriend, uh, you know, knows all about uh, all of that. And like his dad knows about it. And his dad was like, uh, ex-military or something like this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right. So has all of this, all of this just, uh, evaporated from your head or something like this? I, I don't know. Um, she says, that's not the point in this situation. Um, how is that not the point? So COVID-19 is a scam, but we, so you would still comply with mandatory masks on a plane if COVID-19 is a scam just because the, uh, the ruling elite tell you to do something, you just, uh, you just agree to it, I guess. Okay. Um, then she says, you paid for a flight with an airline and they tell you the rules. Okay. I say, yet you're also saying if you're, if you're flying, just do what you're told and obey your master. Like, okay. Then she says, if you're going to decide to fly, then yeah, because you've already decided at a time of purchase, you agreed to obey the rules they set in place. LOL. <clears throat> so when you have to take the vaccine to board a plane in the future, do you think people should just obey that as well? And that's coming back to the fact that she said she was against mandatory vaccines, but she's so pro-mask. She says... That's a different situation. <laughs> uh, and then I quoted her again. I'm like, obey to the rules, quote unquote. I'm like, listen to yourself. <laughs> Do you not realize how tyrannical this shit is? It's not a different situation. This whole thing has been one multi-pronged agenda. The masks are psychological conditioning for everything else that is coming. Again, LOL. <laughs> she just, just finds it all hilarious. <laughs> LOL, it's because I'd, I'd say they forced a vaccine in order to fly, then I wouldn't fly. This is my favorite. She says, everything is a choice. Everything is a choice. Everything is a choice. How the fuck is it a choice <laughs> if it's mandatory, if it's being forced on you but everything is a choice right Uh, I say everything is not a choice they are trying to take away people's choices if everything was a choice then I would be able to choose to fly without a mask or choose to not take the vaccine pretty soon you'll need the vaccine in order to work or have a bank account. Be careful, I say. Yes and no, but I don't really feel like debating and turning this into a whole other thing. Uh, Side note, they always say that. (laughs) Like a lot of time when you really deliver a lot of like hard, like logic, they will kind of shut down because they'll be like, fuck, I kind of know that he's, he's right, but like, you know, I don't really have a rebuttal to that. So 
I'm just going to say I don't like to debate. Um, so I don't really feel like debating and turning this into a whole thing. All I'm saying is you chose to fly. You have to wear a mask. What a robo- robotic response. My God, like no, nothing backing it up. Just like you chose to fly. You have to wear the mask because they tell you to like. <laughs> then she goes on to say, <laughs> just put the mask on your kid. LOL. These people, they, do, they don't think for themselves. My God. <laughs> I then say, the funny thing about freedom is that once they take it away, you usually don't get it back. She says, it's not as bad as forcing someone to take a vaccine. Well, I mean, I agree with you, but it's still, it's still pretty bad, isn't it? <laughs> like, you know, do, do you want to wear a mask for the rest of your life? But anyway, I continue on and I say to her, so she says, it's not as bad as forcing someone to take, the, take a vaccine. I say, why would you wear a mask for a virus that hasn't been isolated that also has a 99.98 infection fatality, oh, survival rate is what I meant, 99.98 survival rate. Um, And I'm like, just because a company tells you to? Are we just doing things now because the ruling class tells us to? Is that the world you want to live in? Question mark. All logic went out the window this year. It's just insane how fucking complacent and naive people are. <laughs> and really, I'm referring to her. <laughs> and I'm like, I, re- I really didn't think people were this bad. This year revealed to me that I'm living in a world of brain-dead zombies. Yeah, so... <clears throat> hey... These things, at, the, at this point, this is just, this is just like a, a regular daily conversation that I've had with, with uh, various people, right? And, you know, I'm not doing it to like, it's, I'm definitely not doing it to be mean or anything like that. Like, I wasn't trying to say anything like uh, directly like hurtful to her or like anything like that. But sometimes it's, it's frustrating, you know, you want these people to like, to wake up and especially someone... Someone like, like with her, right? She said a couple or three days ago or whatever, she said that she was against mandatory vaccines, but like, it's, it's, it's so, it's so sad and pathetic to see someone who is like partially understanding what's going on here, like to some degree, or at least is recognizing that like mandatory injections are not a, a good like a good thing not 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 the direction we should be heading in but then you all but then you see like you know they don't fundamentally understand what the hell is going on because they're also pro mask and it's like you got to realize it's just it's that's just another part of the agenda like they you know they have to get it, it is the totalitarian tiptoe. It's the boa constrictor concept that Alex Jones talked about. And it's also the classic uh, fable, you know, the, the boiling of the frog fable, which I'm sure most of you know it, but um, 
Okay, so essentially the, the boiling frog is a fable uh, describing a frog being slowly boiled alive. The premise is that if a frog is put suddenly into boiling water, it will jump out. But if the frog is put in tepid water, which is then brought to a boil slowly, it will not perceive the danger and will be cooked to death. So it's really the perfect analogy for what COVID-19 and this whole agenda has been thus far. You'll notice it's all done in a very slow, calculated fashion. So, for example, um, you know, we're going into more lockdowns here and they're like, they're expanding from the metropolitan cities like Toronto and they're expanding out from there. But, you know, they're, they're doing it in a kind of a slow fashion. You know, they'll allow things to just kind of progress as normally. Then they'll start to kind of ramp up the cases, right? They'll ramp up the perception of these cases. And then they'll expand it out to another region that is just outside the uh, metropolitan core. You know, they'll start expanding it to the suburbs, and then next thing you know, and they've, they've actually just done that recently, uh, where they expanded from downtown Toronto to York region. Uh, Peel region was already part of, uh, wrapped into the initial lockdown. Um, and then soon it's going to be the rural areas as well. Um, but they got to make it believable. <laughs> That's another thing too. But yeah, the last thing they want to do is they, they never want to trigger that adrenaline. They never want to trigger that fight or flight response. And uh, yeah, totalitarian tiptoe, boa constrictor, tightening and release, or the boiling frog analogy. This is the perfect way to describe what's, what's going on here. You know, that's, um, oh, I'll also talk about problem, reaction, solution. So in this particular, this, this will be another podcast, I'm sure in the future, problem, reaction, solution, but, um, it, it kind of fits in with this whole totalitarian tiptoe, uh, subject, but like what's going on here is You've obviously, you've heard the the quote, never let a good crisis go to waste. Well, what they've done here and what they've done many times in history is they orchestrate the crisis. They orchestrate a problem, right? So in this case, it's COVID-19. COVID-19 is this global coronavirus pandemic and then from there they're going to fund the reaction okay so they're going to televise and broadcast it out on all forms of media to scare the public 
and fully sell and convince the public that this is a very real problem. Meanwhile, it's just a giant psyop and quite honestly, there may not even be a COVID-19 virus. I'm also open to the idea that there that there is. I, I think that they probably did pump something out, whether it was via chemtrails or whether it actually was uh, people bringing it across borders from China, right? I can I I think we're all pretty certain that it wasn't from uh, bat soup in a, a Chinese wet market. More likely that it came from a lab. But, yeah, they might have pumped something out in the beginning. Uh, You know, the footage that you saw, that we all saw from China, from Wuhan, of people just dropping dead in the streets, that was either completely, like, completely fake, like a Hollywood production, um, or there is a chance that those were actual deaths and it could have been caused from them cranking up the 5G. (laughs) But I can't be certain about that. But 5G, there is a very good chance that it is part of this uh, equation. They noticed that they did a lot of these 5G cell tower uh, builds. They did the whole rollout while we were in the first lockdown uh, because I started to really notice a ton of these towers after that first lockdown, right? And they're very noticeable. They really look like a military weapon, to be honest. Uh, the 4G towers are one thing. They already kind of look... Um, They look pretty intimidating <laughs> as it is, but the 5G towers are something else. And yeah, they just look really destructive. Um, yeah, I definitely think that the that 5G, it, it, it's going to play some aspect in, in this overall agenda, even, even if it's just primarily for the whole surveillance aspect of of what they're trying to do here the surveillance state um yeah but um problem reaction solution uh so yeah they got to get the public to believe it and then what do they do they come in at the end and they uh then they propose oh guess what we have a solution for you guys. Um, we have, we have a vaccine. We have the cure, right? And then they're going to mandate the solution. And the solution in this case is really like the end goal of what they want with COVID nineteen. They want people to take this vaccine. Um, I think that the first one might just be a placebo like or something that's not quite as deadly 
as what they might be pushing on people in the future. Because I think that they might want to build trust with people this first time around. And uh, so that everyone feels safe to take future vaccines. Because they'll get a much higher, much higher turnout and a much higher percentage of people who will be willing to take future vaccines if the first one doesn't just kill, <laughs> you know, 60% of the people who take it or something like that, right? So I think that there's a really good chance that the, it will just actually be something that's like not, not that deadly and that doesn't cause too many health problems, doesn't cause too much Bell's palsy <laughs> in people, right? Um, but I still think that some people will definitely be, uh, affected and scathed by this, this first vaccine. (sighs) Who knows? And, but with the first one, right, let's say it's not that dangerous. Then that's also an opportunity for them to sort of like discredit the anti-vaxxers quote unquote. And to try and make, like, all of the conspiracy theorists look crazy, right? Because, you know, they love any opportunity to, to do that as well. It's honestly, it's such a frustrating time for, for those of us, uh, you know, truthers, those of us who know what's going on um it's it's such a tough time because we will we will have these conversations with people right and um you know they'll they'll completely gloss over they won't uh, they don't want to believe that what you're telling them could be true and then you'll also have these situations where there there are people who sort of they sort of know it's a hoax. They know that uh, they're being played, but they they don't want to fully admit that that this could be possible because the reality of all of this is too scary for them to acknowledge and they would rather just live live a lie and believe what they are being fed. Um so, I mean, like, that's frustrating, but eventually you come to the, the realization that all you can really do is, is take care of yourself and those that are closest to you. Um, we're not going to be able to wake every single person up, but you can plant seeds in that. Don't waste too much time uh, getting into it with people that, uh, that just really... Uh, don't want to see reality for what it is like even that conversation I had there I probably I probably wasted more time than I even should because clearly that girl has a a very different perspective as to to what's going on and uh yeah you know I wish her the best (laughs) Anyway, guys, that's going to be it for this episode of Debunked Daily. Thanks for tuning in. Keep spreading the word, and I'll catch you in the next one.